All right, welcome to the first of its kind, world-changing manufacturers network. Lisa Ryan has her ears to the ground and her heart in the game. Get ongoing education and new connections right here with Lisa and the manufacturers network. Buckle your seat, listen, and spread the word. Here's Lisa. Hey, it's Lisa Ryan. Welcome to the Manufacturers Network podcast. I'm excited to introduce our guest today, Allison DeFord. Allison is the founder and trailblazer at Felt Marketing for Manufacturers and also an expert on the Manufacturing Masters platform and the overly caffeinated host of the Manufacturing Masters podcast. She lives to rid the manufacturing world of the wee-wee syndrome and guide manufacturers to not only being seen and heard, but felt by their ideal customers. Allison, welcome to the show. Excited to be here. Thank you for having me. So share with us a little bit about your background and what led you to doing what you're doing with manufacturers. I think it's mostly the fact that they are they're makers. And that's always fascinated me. They make something from nothing. And for me, it's the people, the stories, a lot of the companies that we work with, granddad or grandma bootstrapped, they had two nickels to rub together, but they solved a problem. They created something that didn't exist to solve a problem. And I think to me, that's the coolest thing about manufacturing is again, that making something from nothing and I just love the technology side of it and how it's evolved over the years. It used to be thought of as the blue collar, grungy, dark, whatever. It's the complete opposite today. And I just find that very exciting watching the transformation. And uh, yeah, so I live to help people communicate better. And that's the reason that we are called FELT is the most beloved and successful manufacturers are not just seen and heard, but they're felt, they're connected to the heart of their customers. And that's not an easy task. And so we're really good at helping them do that, especially small to mid-sized manufacturers. That's just my absolute favorite to work with. Yeah, awesome. And it reminds me of when I was in the welding industry and it was literally at that time, it was everything your mother ever warned you about the same thing, (laughs) dark, dirty, dangerous, you'd walk in, everything was gross. And now I walk into these plants and they're bright and shiny and automated. And like you said, the technology is just so amazing and you start bringing in robots, it's also, it's almost like a recruiting tool because you have a candidate walking in. They're like, that's the coolest thing ever. I want to work on that. A good point too, because there's all that talk of, well, the robots are taking our jobs. No, they're there Mm -hmm. to take over the repetitive stuff so that you can really elevate the talented people that work with you. Yeah. Yeah. And when I've had people on the line on the show talking about automation, a good place to start, I've found, they have found, is what is the task your employees hate doing the most? Mm-hmm. And automate yeah. that. Because again, you're showing them that you're listening to them and you're giving them other things to do that is a better use of their talent than whatever that manual labor task that a robot could do easier and cheaper and not call in sick. Absolutely. So 
if you could be marketing for any industry, why did you, why else did you choose manufacturing? Why do you specialize in that? We looked at this model years ago with our own business. I say we're the test dummy. So I don't serve you something that I haven't tried myself. And we figured out that distributors, for example, are looking to the manufacturer for the marketing literature and the support and the training. And the dealers are looking to the manufacturer. And we thought, why would we want to work with anybody else but the main, the maker who everybody's looking to for the marketing support, for that help, for that training? It just made sense to support the, I feel like the manufacturer is like that foundational person or foundational component. Plus the fact that it's the backbone of this country. I get really excited about that. Oh yeah. If you just look around you, everything that we're looking at has been made by somebody. Yep. Oh, I always joke with my friends that if I'm speaking at a weird, if there's a weird association, chances are I'm speaking to it because there's associations for everything. And it is the coolest thing to be around makers who are so passionate about things that nobody else on the planet thinks about until they have to replace them or they break. Exactly. (laughs) So I have to ask you, what is the we syndrome and how is it hurting manufacturers? If you take a look at the majority of manufacturers websites, let's just say, and you do what we call the five second speed test. How many times do they use the word we? Look at their social media posts. How many times are they talking about themselves? And what I have had great success doing is helping manufacturers overcome this. And again, you and I have talked about, here are some things you can do to help yourself that don't cost any money or a lot of money. This is one of them flip the script and address the viewer, address the prospective customer or the customer who's coming back to your website or looking at your social media feed. You need to lead with them, not you. And I have this little story that I've shared a million times and people probably tired of hearing about it, but I found this image years ago, a stock photo. It's this little boy and he's staring at his navel And he's like squeezing it together, like making it talk. And he's just fascinated with his own navel. And to me, that's the wee-wee syndrome is we, and I grew up with cousins. I grew up in Indiana and a lot of boy cousins and they all ran around with their shirts off and I couldn't. So I was a little jealous because it was humid as you know what. And, And they were just fascinated. They were just fascinated with their own navel and thought it was hilarious. And I, that's what I see companies doing. I've been guilty of it myself. So again, I'm not pointing fingers. There's always three pointing back at you. It's to flip the script once and for all and show your prospective buyer or your current customer themselves. This is what's in it for you. This is why you should buy this. And this is why you should buy it from us. This is how it's going to transform some part of your life or your business. So flipping the script on the we is, yeah, it's imperative and it doesn't take a lot of effort. 
no, just switching those to use mm-hmm. can make a huge difference. It reminds me of my own marketing material that I, it's the same kind of thing, but I called it doing eye surgery and that you go through and you remove every time I, I love that. eye. <laughs> so you're doing wee surgery. Yes. But it's, it is so important when it comes to marketing. It's not something that you think a lot about when you are a manufacturer that, you know, I make this stuff, people are going to come to me. So how are you, what are the areas that you really focus on when it comes to working with your clients in their marketing efforts? Brand foundation is number one. I always say you need to, marketing happens from the inside out, right? Or from the top, we talk about shit rolls downhill. So what I find is that the majority of small to mid-sized manufacturers that, that I encounter, they don't have a compelling, unique value proposition. They're not leading with what's the promise What's the thing that makes you different? Why should I care what's in it for me? They're missing that. So the unique value proposition is key. How do you get to that? I take a look at who are your audience personas? Who? What do they look like? We don't have that. We have it here, but we don't have it in a PDF or we've never put it on paper. So I think it's imperative to understand who it is you're marketing for and on behalf of, not at. That's the major way that we're different is that we're not trying to help you interrupt or convince. It's it's that's that connecting to the heart of the of your ideal customer because people don't make decisions rationally. 90% of the time they make decisions based on emotion. So why not connect on an emotional level? That's imperative. So really it's that brand foundation stuff that's usually missing. Also, they are usually missing a brand personality and a brand voice. So I use Target as an example, even though they're a a retailer, I think we can learn a lot from B2C. You see a commercial come on or maybe a radio spot or whatever, it's Target before they even show you the bullseye logo at the end, because there's a voice. There's a tone. Same thing with brands like Yeti, Gerber Knives. I could go on forever, but those are the ones that are memorable because they have, they're distinct and they mean something to you. And then a strategy. Most manufacturers are missing a really cohesive and not like some 80 page document that they're never going to follow, but create a holistic system. Like I think of the Hoberman sphere and when you open it up, It's and it's all connected. So, how is your messaging connected? How is it connecting? Is it consistent? Is it relevant? And are you leading with what's in it for them? You got to help people self serve because they're what 80, excuse me, percent through the buying cycle before they ever pick up the phone to call you. And if they're a millennial or younger, they don't want to pick up the phone. They don't want a salesperson to call them ever. They want to do it all digitally and they want it to feel easy. So I think helping people overcome lack of content, 
Like, we don't know what to talk about. That's what we help you figure out. How often should we do it? Where should we do it? Do we have to be on every social media platform? No, you do not. But be where your people are. That's the whole ticket. So it's really, I think, breaking it down, dispelling the myths. Most manufacturers feel overwhelmed with marketing at this point. And I can see why it's easy, easy to do. There's so much. And it's changing so quickly. So it's like, where do I start? What I don't know what to do. So really guiding them. And just in what you were saying, what appeared to me is that is bringing back, conveying the passion for the reason why you started your business as far as what is that you talked a couple of times about the promise and your unique value proposition, but why did you even start your company in your garage 20 years ago? What is it that you knew you could do better than anyone else? What is it that you're passionate about? How are you different? And I think if we just even go back to the very foundation of the of why we even started our business, because it wasn't to make cheap stuff that, well, we're a penny cheaper than anybody else. And that's why I started my business. There's no passion in that. Right. And we can start to build our branding, or you can also help them to build their branding by taking them back to the very essence of what makes them unique from every other maker out there. Yes. And I think I find that most manufacturers make the mistake of talking about what they do, what they make instead of why they do it, which is what you just said. And that's people don't buy from you because of what you make. They buy from you because of why you do it and what's in it for them. How does it how does it empower them? How does it make their life easier? The whole, nobody wants to buy a drill, but they do want to make a three-quarter make a hole. hole. Yep. And so I find that with most manufacturers and they're, they have such a unique story that nobody else has, but they've bought into this idea that we need to just tell people how long we've been in business, how many square feet of manufacturing floor space we have, our history the more we tell you about ourselves and the products that we make, the more compelling it's going to be. And it's not. But when you start from a place of difference, like for example, one of our clients is a custom circuit board manufacturer. And when you look at his competitors, everybody's saying the same thing. So right. there's, a lot of, there's a lot of me too. There's a lot of we. And we looked at their operation, their business. They have 20 employees. They're not doing gazillions of dollars a year yet, but they've been around for a really long time. And I said, you know what you guys do better than anybody else? You uncomplicate something that's complicated. You uncomplicate circuit board assembly. And you guys, your team are, you're so down to earth. And there's just this human element with this technological piece that I said, that's what makes you guys different. And as soon as we flipped that and we led with that on their website, he's had people ring him up and we rebranded, we changed their logo and made it a lot more relevant for today. And uh, he's gotten so many compliments. People are like, oh my gosh, I love what you're saying. I love Mm -hmm. this it's speaking to people. So sometimes it's something as simple as you uncomplicate something. 
another manufacturer we work with, I said, your real gift is that you guys make this process, this part of the construction process easy. Your competitors are all really big, corporate. They're doing a lot of other things. They make it hard. You guys make it easy at every turn. And they said, is that unique enough? And they said, it is. No one else is mm-hmm. talking about it. So it doesn't yeah. have to be complicated. That's the thing is that it's usually right under your nose and you're just too close to it to see it for yourself. And it can be something that everybody else is doing. I think it was that it was several years ago when one of the beer companies came out with that label that turned blue if the beer was yes. like super cold or something. It's I'm sorry. Everybody's beer is going to be exactly the same amount of cold, but because they thought ahead to make theirs blue, everybody started thinking that, oh, theirs must be colder, but that was because they had something that was different that nobody else was talking about. You find that one thing that I think what you just summed up so beautifully that you can own. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of providing services and benefits to manufacturers. I have been an expert on manufacturing masters. I know that is your baby and your passion. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what the manufacturing masters platform is and why it's so valuable for manufacturers and MEPs? Great question. It's actually the baby of Darren Mitchell. So I give him all the credit. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, He is an entrepreneurial, I call him Midas. Everything he touches seems to turn to gold and he's just very down to earth. And the reason that he created this Netflix for manufacturers is what he likes to call it. But instead of entertainment, it's education and best practices. And myself and my company, we had the great pleasure of helping him name it and develop the brand. And we came up with the tagline. It's everything they never taught you in school. That's what you're going to find on this platform. And the cool thing about it is you're not being educated by just willy-nilly random people, right? These are, I think right now we're up to 130 vetted, battle-tested, and trusted experts. I'm on there talking about marketing. You're on there as well. It's every possible subject that you can think of. And one of my favorite stories is Darren was in a room with a bunch of manufacturers and he was, they were talking about this platform and the one guy just, he'd been real quiet and he raised his hand. Darren said, yeah, what's up? He said, I've been doing my job for 26 years. And until I watched the best practices about, I can't remember what the exact topic was, until I watched those on this on Manufacturing Masters, I had no idea what best practices even looked like for my job. And now I do. He's, God, I wish I would have had this years ago. And it was just, it's that kind of transformation that happens. And the cool thing is I have also the gift of being able to work with MEPs and associations to bring this to their entire audience. And Darren has priced it in such a way because he fully wholeheartedly believes in MEPs and associations and the value that they bring is that when you, when they bring this into their program and offer it to their people, not just one person gets to subscribe, every person in that manufacturing company 
gets to subscribe for mm. the same. It's all covered. So right. it's incredible. He just keeps opening it up. And I keep saying, wow, you just when I think you're being too generous, you get more generous. And he said, that's the point is I wanted to bring this to people like me. He owned a business for 26 years, 25, maybe. And he said, a lot of times you feel alone. You know, you don't know all the stuff that you need to know. And so if you can have this support system at your fingertips and it's on demand and it's short, he purposely made, and you know, this, every video is like anywhere from two minutes to, I think some of mine were 20 minutes because I was one of the, one of the ones at the beginning. And he's, we got to shorten this up. We got to make it right size and easy to consume. So on your time, you can grab this nugget and go put it into action. Yeah. I think most of mine are in the five to seven minute range, but the interesting thing about the platform that you alluded to, but as far as people being vetted, it's like Darren is not paid by any sponsors to be, I really want to be, have my own channel on manufacturing masters. It's I was, I feel very blessed that he found me because of the work that I'm doing and invited me to participate in that. But if I would have just found him and started prospecting him, trying to sell him on why I would be such a great expert, there's no way he would have had me unless he did full background first. So that's what I really like about it is that it's real people in real plants. It's not, you don't have, I'm a professional speaker, but I think I'm definitely the exception versus the rule. And so you're just getting real people sharing their real stories about what they do. And like you said, you've seen so many times with people just learning in those little snippets of information which is so important that you have access to something that I could sit down, I could watch a five minute or a 10 minute video, get some great ideas that I can put into practice. And you know what? And if it's not right for me, maybe it's not right this time. And Mm -hmm. I go on to another expert because I have 139 more people I can go watch. And when you were on the Manufacturing Masters podcast, you brought up an excellent point. And I think it segues beautifully with this or ties in, I should say, You said, it's not 2019 anymore. Right. We can never go back. And I think that's why this platform is so incredibly important and relevant today is that number one, we're everybody's zoomed out at this point, right? And we're working differently than we did before. And we're consuming so much information news, social media feeds. It's overwhelming to me, frankly. It's a lot. And so when you have so many options, it's got to be our attention spans have shortened tremendously. So that's why I think it was brilliant on his part to make these all very short, to the point, he zero fluff. Nobody's trying to sell you anything. Right. It's Let's jump into this topic and teach you something, give you something meaty that you can go back and implement today. And that's why I think it's brilliant. And the other thing too, as we talked about on the Manufacturing Masters podcast too, about investing in your people, what a fantastic way to invest in your people and give them access 
to so many things that you may not know as an owner, or you may not have access to, or just new things. Because again, you have such a small percentage of your employees that are looking for ways to learn new things that when you, even if only 5% of your employees sat down and regularly watched the videos. Those people are your potential leaders, but also for things like lunch and learns, buy some sandwiches, have them watch a couple of videos, have a video, have a conversation about it. That way you're having everybody on the same page. So yeah, we could go on and on about the manufacturing masters because it's fantastic. (laughs) But as we're getting to the end of our time together, How can a small manufacturer with basically no time and maybe only a small budget market themselves in a really big way? Excellent question. Based on my experience, I would say don't try to go it alone. You don't have to hire a company like mine, but get some kind of help, some kind of, even if it's a freelancer, but I recommend that you get some help that you start with strategic thinking, right? Take a look at your brand. Do you even have a brand? Because your logo isn't your brand. So take a look at that and figure out who are we? Who are we to the people who will care? And really think about your audience. Define who they are. And then three, this is where you're going to need to probably get some help is let's develop some content around how we support the people who will care and, and then be strategic and consistent. I think that's the thing. If you are relevant and consistent, you will start growing a community and it's please don't focus on how many people like you or are following you. That doesn't matter. It's it's quality over quantity. So are you trying to amass 100 new customers? Probably not. Maybe a handful. So if you start building your community, and you're also going to help yourself become a preferred employer, because you're right. demonstrating to people looking for a job, uh, again, why would you matter to them? What kind of culture do you have? Yeah, I would say start somewhere, but start. And they can always reach out to somebody like me. I will have a conversation with you for free 99. And just, I'm happy to help steer you in the right direction. So I say start somewhere, but start something. So if somebody did want to continue the conversation with you, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you? They can search for me on LinkedIn, Allison DeFord, super easy to find. They could also feel free to reach out to me at allison at feltmarketing.com. And I'd be more than happy to set up a phone call. Allison, it has been such a pleasure to have you on the show today. Thanks so much for being here. I appreciate it very much. And I look forward to hanging out with you anytime. Yay. (laughs) I'm Lisa Ryan, and this is the Manufacturers Network Podcast. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Manufacturers Network podcast. Do me a favor and share this podcast with your friends and colleagues so we can grow this network and connect more fantastic folks just like you. 
You can either send your buddies to the website at manufacturers-network.com or share the Manufacturers Network podcast on your LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or wherever you and your industry friends hang out. The bigger and faster we grow the network, the stronger and deeper the community will all have. Thanks again, and I appreciate you.